This is a Safety First podcast show. Today we have a very special guest, Nicole Schwartz-Diaz, a.k.a. my work wife. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on my show, taking out the time to come here. It really means a lot to me. So we actually connected on Facebook, I'd say, maybe about a year ago, right? Yeah, I would say it was about a year ago. Yes, you did a great job promoting yourself. It was all organic, too. I just posted. I got into the habit of just, all right, I'm pulling up to a house, doing a home inspection. Let me just take a picture and post it online. And I feel like that momentum, I guess, caught your attention, right? Yeah, I was in a crunch one day. I, You know how I am when I have an accepted offer. And I needed an inspection done. And to be honest, it was all your social media. Like when I needed someone and people I knew weren't there, you were the first person I called. Yeah, that's kind of... That's kind of how I made a lot of introductions to a lot of real estate agents, whether it's a last minute accepted offer and, you know, but your case is very extreme, but we're going to get into that later because <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole topic in itself. But I feel like from the last year, both of us together have, have really grown our business because I would say out of all the realtors that hire me, you're hands down, like the number one that, that constantly hires me all the time. Aw, thank you. Well, I appreciate the way that you work. Um, I know we're going to get into that later, but obviously the market is volatile and it's moving really fast and you're always there. You know, if I need you last minute, you show up. So Of course. And were you always used to such a high demand business? Uh, What what were you doing prior to, to real estate? So I was in the hospitality industry for many, many years. I was a pizza girl for about 10 plus years, and I absolutely love that. I was a waitress. Um, So I did that for a big chunk of my life, um, which it is. It's very high demand. So I was used to pressure and running around and dealing with different personalities and, you know, being on your game and always smiling. Um, And then I get into project management. So um, that was also very high demand and making sure that you're meeting your customers' expectations, that you're guiding everything appropriately. So that is something that's kind of like I enjoy that. I don't think I could do something that didn't have a lot of pressure. Right. Of course. So so what actually made you make make the transition from project managing to actually getting your real estate license? So my mom was a real estate agent. She encouraged me to get my license. And the day that I passed my test, I was also offered this job as a project manager slash salesperson. Wow. So I found out that I was being offered a position with a salary benefits plus commission, Okay. Uh, or I could take this straight commission job. I just passed my test and kind of take a gamble on myself, and I was scared. So I took the less, the low-risk mm-hmm. position. Least um, resistance. Yes, yeah. yes. And I took the low-risk job. Um, there was still pressure, but different. You know, I knew I was getting paid every sure, week. security, yeah. Yeah, so I had job security, and... Um, about three years into doing that, I uh, I was helping my best friend and her now husband buy a home, and I realized how much I loved real estate. And I really just woke up and said, I think I'm going to quit my job and go full time. <laughs> you give them the typical two weeks notice and say, listen, of course. Like, I appreciate everything. And of so, course. So, so, once, so once you started diving full into real estate, I feel like your career just like just took off just just from the gate, you just was a top producer <laughs> out of nowhere. Um, well, what, 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 what would you say have has been working for you up to this point as as to why you've been able to achieve the level of success up to this point? 
Well, I appreciate that you said that. And, of course, and I'm it's sure, the truth. Yeah, I'm sure it looks that way. But there was a lot of struggle in the beginning. I really was. I was very scared. There was a lot of days where I said, what the hell did I do? Mm-hmm. Did I make the right decision? Um, but what I did when I took that leap is I reached out to probably three or four top realtors that I knew. I asked them to have coffee with me. We sat down. I asked them what they did, what worked for them. I took little pieces from everybody. Um, I joined a company that had a lot of corporate training, Mm -hmm. and I latched on to the social media piece because, let's be honest, it's free marketing, and I felt like it was – my network was already huge. Uh, So I latched on to social media like you did, Mm -hmm. and that's really what I used to propel my business forward was staying in front of my people. Yeah, that's – I felt like I I made more of that transition once COVID hit. Mm Mm-hmm. I was always on social media. We're all on social media 24-7. That's right. a guilty habit that we all we all have. But um, I felt like just the presence online, People, since people are always on their phone, why not utilize that platform to, to showcase and add value to whether it's your audience, prospect clients, things like that. Now, you had mentioned that you were taking out top realtors to coffee just to pick their brain. What, what were some things that they told you that like stood out that you still use till this day? Um, well, you know what? I actually met with a lot of old school realtors who who put me uh, on to like Tom Ferry and Brian Buffini. And they one of them was great. He actually gave me some content. So there was some things from there that I picked up, like like the drop-offs and things like that, that the old school people do that really, really work. So mm-hmm. I still do that. Um, and then, of course, like I said, the social media thing, that's really been my biggest thing. I, I will never not do that. Um, and I latched on to Mike Geraci, who's awesome on social media. He kills it. And I picked his brain like crazy. And everything he told me to do, every app he told me to download, I used. And I share it with other realtors sure. now. Speaking of social media, I would say probably one of the most organic content that I've ever filmed. I mean, it's all organic anyway, but the most organic one was our bloopers video. <laughs> so that was the, fun. So for those who don't know... Uh, you and I shot a video with Matt, our visual, where we kind of go through each phase of the house, whether it's the heating, smoke detectors, things like that. And it's uh, tips to just things to look out for. But we ended up cursing like a hundred times and, and, <laughs> and taking over and over. But we had so much content just from that compilation that we actually posted just that part. Yes. And it was a hundred percent real too. Right. So that's, um, that's probably one of my favorite videos. And, Me too. <laughs> and that goes to just show people that you know, I don't mind showing the mistakes. I don't mm-hmm. mind showing because that's that's just the reality of real estate. Yeah, you, know? you, you have to. I feel like, you know, we all want to post our highlight reel, right? And that and that's in, in everything, sure. not just business, relationships, family, everything. We all post the highlight reel. So I think it's I think it's important, and I think it's also awesome to show people that you're a person and you make mistakes. And, Absolutely. like, making the video is not—I don't just of get course. in front of the camera and one and done. Right, right. You know? So I, I really enjoyed that we shared that. Another thing, too, that people may not realize about the real estate industry particularly is the amount of work it takes to really—and uh, and you're the— you're the perfect example of someone who knows that because I've done home inspection for you eight o'clock at night, at, <laughs> whether it's two hours away, wherever it is. There was one in particular that I did for you. I'll never forget. It was during the summertime. I remember the house. There was a bunch of cats in the backyard. I forgot which house it was, but it was like way out east. It was late night. Anyway, I remember driving home at like eight thirty, nine o'clock at night after it was done. 
and I'm eating my dinner in my truck with one hand, which I don't recommend anybody do, but I'm driving on a Southern state eating at like nine <laughs> o'clock at night. And I'm like, this is the, this is the work that, that we put into, you know, it is. Um, to help our clients out now, yeah. now up to this point, how, how many houses have you sold? Uh, so this past year I sold 53 the year before wow. that I sold 26 and the three years that I was part-time, I mean, I think I sold like four houses. Yeah. When I say part-time, it was like 0.0002% <laughs> realtor. <Right. laughs> and it's because of what you just said. Real estate is very hard to do part-time. If you're working nine to five, you cannot give your clients the service, time, and attention that they need, Definitely especially not. in a market like this. You know, they deserve 100%, a 24-7 realtor. That's really what you have to do and what you have to be. And I kind of feel like I know that from from you because there's points where you're so busy that I literally have to ask you if I can go to sleep now. <laughs> if you're texting me at 9 o'clock at night because I'm an early bird, I'm, a, I'm an extremely early bird. <laughs> so by 9 o'clock at night, I'm like laying down, which I'm sure some realtors might be running their comps at 9, 10 o'clock at night or, or organizing their day. And I'm just like, Nicole, can I go to sleep in like 20 minutes? Is that okay with you now? Or? I usually allow it. It depends what's going on, but usually it's okay. And every time, it's different when you text me like, hey, are you free? But when you call me, it's like the world stops. I'm like, all right, this is like 911. Home inspection needs to be done in two hours. So, But that's that's really what it takes. Yeah, well, listen, when... Part of I feel my value add is that I have an entire team for my clients to work with, especially on the buyer side when we're putting in offers and we're one of 10 or 15 offers. You know, part of my value add is my team, which is you. You're, I can get a home inspection within 24 to 48 hours. You know, my lender, my attorney, it's everyone that I work with to make the deal go smoothly. But, you know, I'm never going to be the reason that my buyer loses a house because we didn't move fast enough. Right. I'm going to have the people in place to get you that home inspection right away, to get you contracts signed right away. I'll hand deliver them with your down sure. payment check if that's what it takes. Of course. At this point, do you do you even see the market slowing down at any point right now? I don't. I don't. It's crazy. You know, there's... I just put up a listing in Bohemia. There's nine houses on the market in all of Bohemia. Wow. Like, it's crazy. You know, the, the inventory has not picked up. The buyers have not slowed down. You know, they still want to buy. So I don't I don't see it slowing down. So with so with all of the houses you've sold, with the amount of hours you put towards your craft into your business, what's the craziest real estate experience you've ever encountered before? <laughs> uh, well, I, I would like to share crazy good. And I've okay. shared this story before, but... Um, I call it the universe house. You know, I had clients when I was a part-time realtor that went to full contract on a house two weeks before they were supposed to close. The seller backed out on them. They were devastated. About a month and a half ago, they called me up, said they were ready to buy again. They had never bought. And three days later, that same house hit the market. And I was like in full beast mode. She called me, was like, I still want this house. I was in beast mode. We went up against like 15 different offers um, and we got it. They should be closing soon. So that's just like, that's crazy good. Like that's like, that house was meant to be their house. Absolutely. So I was expecting like a totally different story, by the way. Like (laughs) you won't believe this one seller, you know. (laughs) No, no. I love all my clients. (laughs) That's awesome. And I know you mentioned, uh, I believe you mentioned it off the air, but um, 
the people that might be reaching out to you, maybe they're thinking about getting their license or things like that. What, what, what would you say is one of the biggest misconceptions of the real estate industry? <laughs> that it's easy. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> you know, like I, uh, look, you're on Facebook. I'm watching too. And, and I, I was guilty of this as well. You're watching people do well and post their sales and their contracts and their listings. And you're thinking like, I could do that. That looks easy. Like, look how great they're doing. And again, that's because we're all posting the highlight reel. There's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of hard days. You know, like I was just on the phone with one of my colleagues this morning and we were talking about how like when your phone doesn't ring for two days, you're like, oh my God, I'm going out of business. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. It's a lot of hard work. It's constant prospecting. When, you know, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes managing each deal. Um, so I think that's the most common misconception is, is that it's going to be easy. Right. So for those who are okay with, you know, obviously putting in the work because there's a significant dropout rate of real estate agents. Mm -hmm. What is it? 90 some? Was it 90? I think it's like 98 percent. Yeah. Within quit. the first two years, they just quit. Mm -hmm. Now, someone who actually goes through it year one, year two, what... Why, why, why do you think realtors starting out bounce around different brokerage firms? Because you're an owner of of Remax, right? Correct. Yes. And and when you got started, I don't think you were you weren't with them originally, right? No, no. So uh, so I was with a, a different company, uh, more of a corporate structure. So I think there's a couple reasons people choose brokerages and move around. And some are good, you know. Um, there's different cultures. Sometimes it's the split that the brokerage offers. Sometimes it's the training that they offer. So there's different things that fit for different people. Um, and then I think that there's realtors who bounce around, look like looking buying each pitch that different brokerages give them, thinking that that's going to make them who they hope to be, and not realizing that it really all comes down to how hard you're willing to work. Sure. You know, like this is a self-starter business. No one's chasing you around, giving you business, or trying to make you work. You know, there's no nine to five hours. It's what are you doing with your time each day to grow your own business? And, you know, it, it's not really about the company, to be right. honest. Now, regarding Remax, um, what what do you feel like would, would separate, you know, from, let's say, a brand new agent decides to join Remax? Uh, your firm is which which office? Uh, Remax Integrity Leaders. So I co-own the Smithtown and Melville location. Okay. And then we have a center in each office as well. So if a new agent wanted to go to either one of those three offices, what would you feel like would, would keep them there instead of just like you said, bouncing around and, you know? Well, I can share that the reason that I switched is because our our broker, Peter Grosso, is, is a true mentor, which is very hard to find in real estate. But Everything that he's built for himself, he wants to bring to his agent. So I went over there because I felt I needed a mentor and someone – I literally called him like three to five times a day wow. when I first started over there. Like, this came up. I want to do this. How can I do that? And he was there to help me and guide me. Um, obviously, we push a lot of technology. We have a green screen. We have a podcast area. We have everything set up. So our whole goal is to help the agent build their own brand. Like, yeah, Remax is awesome. We're a global brand. I have connections literally all over the world. Sure. So it's fantastic to work for Remax. But specifically, our location wants to help each individual build their brand, figure out who they are, and help them connect to the people that 
want to work with them. Sure. And the good thing about having you as, you know, someone to train is that you've done it already. So you're, you're actually, you're proof that this is what's been working for me. So this is what you can implement to your business and so on and so forth. So Correct. that's, that's definitely hands-on. Um, now outside of work, cause once again, you and I just have crazy work schedules and mm-hmm. work, um, what do you do to like just unwind and just hobbies and what's what's what are things that you like doing when you're not like prospecting and just working like crazy? <laughs> um, well, I love to eat. Okay. And since it's one of the few things that we could do in Corona, I've been going out to dinner quite a bit. Okay. <laughs> I love to try new restaurants. Um, so that's one of my favorite things. I love to dance. Unfortunately, we that's can't dance right, right now. now. Yes, it's illegal. You get arrested so if you dance now. That's been breaking my heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I do like to go out and dance. I love to travel, which, again, has, of course, become a little bit more difficult. And mm-hmm. we have to be careful. Um, so that's something I hope that I can... I I can do again of sooner than later. Any destinations in particular that you have on on your mind right now? Uh, well, I went to Greece. I would love to visit wow. that again. Um, yeah, we only went to Santorini, which was absolutely stunning. So I'd really like to hit a couple more of the islands over there. Uh, that's definitely on the bucket list. And aside from traveling, I know you you have a passion for dogs. Let's talk about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. Every inspection that I do that that you don't hire me for and there's dogs there, I will literally take out my phone like Nicole's gonna love this picture. I'm gonna send her <laughs> right now. So Yes. I love dogs. Uh I grew up with dogs, but um, you know, I got my dog Cooper. He's three. All over your page, by the way, so I yes, know. Yeah. all over. Yeah. And then uh, we rescued two other dogs. Um, so it's just become a really big passion of mine. Like, do- dogs are the best. Like, they there's are. nothing like coming to home to your pup. There, It doesn't matter if you've been gone five minutes or five hours. They are just as excited to see you. It's unconditional love. Doesn't matter what you look like. Yep. And, um, yeah, so I have some exciting stuff coming with doggy stuff really? that I'll be sharing with the world soon. Wow. Yeah. This Suspense so. is killing me already. <laughs> I can only imagine. Now, do you consider yourself? I feel like I know this answer, but for the audience, I'm going to ask anyway. Do you consider yourself like a crazy dog person? Like, like, like people have birthdays for their dogs. They have, you know, stuff yes. like that. So I, I <laughs> may or may not do that for my dogs. They may or may not get birthday cake and birthday hats. Gotcha. Uh, so I probably am a little bit of a crazy dog lady, but okay. um, I'm not mad about it. Fair enough. <laughs> so with that being said, um, I can't thank you enough for coming on my show. Uh, most important, how can people get a hold of you, reach out, whether they're looking to buy or sell their house? My cell is 631-923-7800. Call or text me anytime. Um, or you can follow me on Instagram, Nicole underscore L.I. Realtor. And yeah. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thanks for having me.